your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola. All right, welcome to what day is today? <laughs> Tuesday. It's Tuesday, right? It's Tuesdays. Uh, Lacrosse Talk PM. I'm Rick Solom. As that guy said, uh, Dick Record just called me at uh, right when the right when that the sounder for the show open starts. But he said uh, he said to me, I can go into his mailbox and grab a letter in there that's about Hiawatha. So I have no idea what the letter says. I will do that. I will run over. I should run over there right now. Can I get it on under 10 seconds? Because after 10 seconds, the sounder goes off that there's no, there's nothing going on here. Um, I won't do that because I'll be completely out of breath because I'm not in, in any condition to, to be running. Uh, some people really got in shape during lockdown. I, I, I walked my dog and that's about it. I need to play basketball to get like my exercise. I need like some competition and that's just not happening right now because we can't, we're on a, we're on a, we're not letting people do stuff unless it's a billion dollar industry. Ooh, it looks like we have a weather for those watching on Facebook live. I think you still be able to hear me, but everyone else, there's a weather sounder. So those watching on Facebook live right now. Oh, there we go. All right. It's over. Whatever that was, weather sounder, Facebook live people. You didn't have to hear it. Everyone else. I didn't hear it. So I don't know what it was. There's weather happening. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, I was talking, just talking about, and I don't know how long that was going. So it's kind of like when my phone, when your phone, cell phone drops, and you keep talking for three seconds or 45 seconds or 10 minutes, depending on the type of person you are and who you're talking to. And then you kind of like, you wait, is, are you, are you, I'm waiting for some acknowledgement. The, uh-huh. Yep. Okay. Uh-huh. And uh, then you look at your phone and your phone has dropped the call and you're like, oh, when did that happen? Five seconds ago or 10 minutes ago? Um, same thing happened on the board. I can't see these red lights. They're not, my peripheral vision isn't that good. Uh, so I don't know how long uh, that went, but I was talking about uh, sports, the 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 discussion that like high schools are having uh, you know, in terms of opening schools and whether kids will be safe in the classroom. Do the kids wear masks? Do the students wear masks all the time? Do the teachers wear masks? Are we going to have dividers? How are we going to do that? And part of that conversation does not need to be sports at this point. I don't think as much as I love sports and. I don't know how much sports did for me as a as a high schooler because you go on and you think like, oh, I'm going to play college sports somewhere and, and it never happens. But it's still a big part of my life. So, I, you know, I, I think maybe it's important and it's probably important in terms of camaraderie and team building and, 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 and you know, there's a competition level there. There's all kinds of things you could point to with sports and being, it being good at, in the development of a, of a child, right, or of a student. Uh, but at this point, like, that doesn't even need to be, we don't even need to be wasting time as a part of that conversation. Uh, I think Brad had a story, a part of the story he had yesterday on the school board meeting was also like music class. And, and we have a kind of a funny quote from the new superintendent who is 14 days into his job now. And, uh, on whether or not to have singing in music class. And you could just, you could just go, you know what? We're not, we're not going to have singing. And we'll just go on to the next thing. Like, let's worry about, and we can worry about singing, like, you know, at the end of the, at the end of the, the discussion. Well, if there's time, let's, let's figure out singing and football. Let's figure those out at the end. 
I love those things, singing and football. They could happen at the same time for all I care. Uh, those things I think are important, but I, at this point, like they're just not safe. And they're just, they're, they're not, you know, if we want to talk about things that are essential, you know, in, in terms of learning, does, is singing going to be part of that? How many people like need singing at this point? And, and, and the fact that we're just spitting everywhere. <laughs> and I think the, uh, the guidelines were if you're singing, you need to have nine feet apart. So maybe have singing class outside until it gets cold out and then maybe act singing after that. 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. Um, I'm going to read this letter that Brad brought in. I don't know how long it is. I'm going to have to spray it with Lysol because Brad touched it. Ugh. And then I'll read it. It's about Hiawatha. That was the other thing I kind of wanted to talk about just a little bit for all the show, like yesterday. The uh, mayor's letter yesterday in in terms of like, hey, it's just essentially just to city leaders like, hey, it's time to get rid of the Hiawatha statue. And... um. Maybe we just talk about, you know, like it shouldn't even be discussion. We just, we just need to get rid of it. Like, let's just, the, the family will take it back. Boom. Like we'll, we'll do it. But, um, you know, it's, it's not always that easy. <laughs> I, I don't know if, I, I think maybe he's just going to do it anyway. The mayor, maybe does he do an executive order? Can mayors do executive orders? I'm not very I'm civics minded when it comes to, to to government like that. Can mayor an executive order, and then the would the the county board have to, or the 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 city council have to have a a certain majority to overrule an executive order to keep the statue? It could be this whole fight, and that's all we would talk about until it does or doesn't happen. And we've had this discussion many times before, but I think the cult the there's like been a cultural shift in the last couple of months, right? Or has it even been a couple of months, maybe just over a month? And the idea of having uh, something like that. Mayor says, time to go. It's time to go. All right, we're going to get Brad in the news. I'm going to read this letter that Mr. Record gave to me about the Hiawatha statue and and, and see uh, how well I can possibly read it on the air. We'll be back after this on Wisdom. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. If you want to get in here, 608. 785-7914, the talk and text lines. So if you could talk, you could talk to me. I'll take this letter off the the board so I could see if calls are coming in, or you can shoot me a text. I was just talking about schools reopening and kind of the same thing we talked about yesterday, Hiawatha, moving of the statue, and and I kind of want to get into maybe reasons why that, that came out recently, yesterday. I guess yesterday. Uh but but getting back to the, uh, the the school reopening of schools, it's kind of funny. Like we're we're a month out, right, or a month and a half out of depending on where you go to school. I heard that Toma is going to start tomorrow, <laughs> so uh, Toma schools are back in session. Virus be damned. And I guess that you know a rural community could be a, could be a little bit safer than say Milwaukee in terms of uh, the spread of the virus. But also, if you get 20 kids in a classroom and they get the virus and then they all take it home to their parents and then their parents all, you know, whether or not the kids suffer from the virus worse off than the parents, if the parents end up having to be hospitalized, now you're out in Toma. And uh, there's, you know, less hospitals out there. So there's, a, there's you know, there's a, there's a little bit of balancing to do there when you want to reopen schools. 
And uh, part of the part of the conversation was sports. Another part of it was music. And like Jen Rabalski, the Lacrosse County Health Director, she said she's meeting with the schools every day, or not every day. That would be a lot. Every, once a week, I believe she's in in on the conversations. And I believe she said that all the schools, private and public, are in on these conversations. They're all meeting together, which is awesome, right? That's that's something you like to hear. Is that every school in in the in our area? I don't know what that encompasses actually. She, uh, I, I don't think she would have had a list like, okay, it's Holman and Onalaska and Aquinas, but she mentioned Aquinas. She mentioned public and private, so maybe it's a lacrosse school district and other schools in lacrosse, or maybe it's maybe you know we're getting out the outskirts schools too, just come in on these meetings and and have input. At some point, there's probably too much input because Brad Brad Williams uh, listen to the school board meeting. It's you know you can hear it online. If you watch it online, I guess uh, he said that they're going to be sending out to parents at some point a, a near 20-page PDF on schools reopening. So whether that's complete or not, whether maybe some parents have already got, gotten that. Uh, I thought it was going to come out today or tomorrow, uh, some 20 pages on schools reopening. I'm sure that's going to be super fun for all the parents to read, but also like probably a little worried about it. Like, okay, my kids are going to be in school. And I think everything's different, right? Like a high school students versus first graders. Like a senior in high school versus a first grader. The the plan has got to be totally different because the attention span, the, what the kids are going to do and not do. And can you get a first grader to wear a mask versus a senior in high school to wear a mask? Are the kids even going to be a pain in contention? If you could get a first grader to wear a mask for whatever reason, a very disciplined first grader, right? Uh, then that's all they they would only be thinking about the mask on their face and they probably wouldn't be paying attention to anything else they do i don't know i'm not a teacher nor do i have kids so if you want to put it on 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 the idea of having your your kid in school feel free 608-785-7914 but this is this is kind of just a, a tidbit just a, a a little nugget of the list that jem rabalski talked about it's kind of funny kind of not funny at all it's just peculiar, right? Like, okay, these are things we have to think about. Jen Rabalski, Lacrosse County Health Director, on Monday at their public briefing, press briefing. You can find the video too uh, in on Wisdom News's Facebook page, fourteen ten WIZM Facebook page, or if you go to wisdomnews.com and look for uh, the 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 story on on the health department. But here's Jen Rabalski on schools reopening and and the plan and what to do making sure more areas of the school are available to be able to spread students out, keeping maybe them in cohorts of students so that if someone ends up being symptomatic and is infectious, that it isn't the entire classroom that has to be quarantined. Very careful active monitoring processes with staff, transportation, and and how to make sure that spread doesn't occur while kids are waiting for the bus or on the bus. And she took a breath there and she was going to keep going, but I had to cut it off because we get it, right? The, the, everything that happens, everything in the school has to be re, rethought about. And what's funny too, it's just, and I, as I'm talking about this now for, you know, about 15 minutes, talking about schools reopening, I think everyone can, everyone can relate to this, right? Like we've all been to school. We've all been in school. We all know how. Uh, we, you know, we probably don't remember the early years, but you know, like it wasn't like we were going to and from classrooms, learning to write just like what first, second, third grade kind of like, that's probably for me, that's a little cloudy. I I could tell you, I don't really remember 
too much. But, you know, as you get into middle school, you can kind of remember, if I remember right, I we had most of our classes in one classroom. But then you went to, I, we went to a science class. So we, we left, we walked down the hall, and we went to a science class. And then we did that a couple of different times in middle school. And then in high school, every class, right, every period was, a, it was going to a different class. Every, what, 45 minutes or so, the bell would ring, and you'd had what was it like i think we had four minutes to get to the next class and man we milked it used all four minutes you went to your locker a couple times maybe went to the bubbler i call it a bubbler uh back to your locker your friend's locker okay that that first bell i think there was a a a tone we had a tone we'd have a bell a tone who gave us 30 seconds to get okay we got 30 seconds and then everyone would sprint to the classroom so think about this everyone's in the hallway right like we can't do that can't have kids in the hallway. We're going to have dividers. Is it going to be a little bit like uh, Walmart where you have arrows on the floor and people have to stay in the right lane down the hallway? How about a divider down the middle of the hallway? We're going to have that. What happens if you're going down the hallway and your class is on the left? You have to go. Is it like trying to get into Blaine's Farm and Fleet from uh, one direction where you have to go all the way to Woodman's, do a UE, and then come all the way back to get to your classroom to get to Blaine's Farm and Fleet, right? Like. Uh, for anyone that doesn't know, <laughs> sorry, but yeah, you have to go all the way down to the end of the hallway and then come back to get your class. And then, you know, the kids are going to use that as an excuse. Ah, you're late. You're 30 seconds late to your class. Well, I had to go all the way down and do the U-turn because I, I forgot, you know, something in my locker. I had to go all the way across to the end of the hall, down to my locker, and then all the way to the other end of the hall. We're in, we're in a one-way zone here now. And there's dividers down the hallway. Also, who's going to pay for the dividers? I'm not saying there are dividers, but like that's just like, is it one more thing that we need? And then probably not going to have dividers down the middle of a hallway because then we'd need, uh, you know, custodians to wash those dividers every day. Imagine how tough this is going to be on custodians and teachers and, and people that are working here. What's funny now, and I bring all this up, but what's funny is yesterday we talked about the Hiawatha statue and it's going to come down. I'm pretty sure that the mayor is just, he's going to put his iron fist down and say, like, we're, t- we're getting rid of it. And what's funny is they're going to store it. So why, like, can we just do it tomorrow and take the statue and, and give it to the Zimmerhockel family and, and ha- you know, have at it? They talked about it was going to cost $60,000 to repair it. But we talked about the statue yesterday, and I pretty much just let everyone sound off. And, and the calls were pretty steady. Everyone pretty outraged that the mayor would even, uh, on this show anyway, uh, I would say after the show and in talking to other people that I know that, uh, that you know, just that they're not calling in to, to express joy that the mayor, like it's a weird, weird thing. But like if you're outraged, you're going to call the show more than if you're, you're, you're in agreement, I think. And uh, the, the entire show yesterday, outrage about the mayor even thinking about moving uh, this cartoony looking kind of uh, like old rickety ugly statue that seems out of place in Riverside Park and yesterday the calls came in for that it's the simplest thing but we talk about schools reopening today and focus most of the show now on that and nobody cares <laughs> like so it's a little bit more complicated and probably more people a lot of people agree that schools reopening is going to be a little difficult is anyone in disagreement here is anyone like oh we shouldn't you know what are we doing we need to bring kids back it's stupid that we even think about not having schools reopen other countries are doing it and and that's true other countries are doing that but other countries aren't having thousands and thousands of cases 
a day of the virus that, that makes things like this impossible. It'd be great. I think I, if we were in a situation like another country, maybe I'd be able to play basketball again. I go to go play noon ball or go to the Y and play basketball. We can't even do that. I can go to the Y and shoot on a basket alone. Maybe they'd allow me to shoot with one other person as long as I could convince them that's, you know, I don't know how that works. Actually, I haven't asked the Y if I could shoot at a basket with one other person. Can we play one-on-one? Do I even want to? It would have to be somebody that I that I know pretty well that I know isn't like out and about at the bars and stuff. But uh, all right, Joe's calling in. Joe, go ahead. You're on the air. The reason why other countries don't have the positive amounts is because they don't have a bloodthirsty media pounding it into them that they have to go get tested or they're all going to die. So, I mean, yeah, let's get the schools open back up. This isn't affecting kids, and you know, like any worse than any other virus. Just don't go visit grandma like you wouldn't anyway if you had a bad cold. So I don't know how this country ever won a war if we're really questioning how we're going to put our kids back in school. You know, put the kids in school and wake up a little bit. Okay, so so this virus isn't worse off than other ones? No. So if you're sick, don't go see grandma. Get to school. Grow up a little bit, people. This is getting ridiculous. We're going to lose our country right in front of our face if we don't wake up. How are we going to lose our country if we don't send kids to school? How would you not lose a country if you don't send your kids to school? Well, They're a bunch they, of idiotic morons running around who don't know anything, but, which is what we have now on the left. But they're still getting schooling. We're just yeah, doing it Yeah, they're getting indoctrinated by a bunch of freaking liberal dandies who would rather sit at home on their duff while the rest of the... People that have any brains are out there making the world go around. So it's different so if they're. We can't, we can't pay for y'all. It's different if they're in. Y'all. It's different if they're in the classroom than if there's they're they're learning at home. The indoctrination is different then. Well, it's showing that it's not working when they're at home. I mean, I mean is that what you want? Is to just go back to separation? Does it, what? What's well, we all just stay home and we'll have the government ship our mail on our ration book and we can all meet at the place that they tell us on shortwave radio. What's showing? Pick up our potatoes. What's showing that it's not working at home? We we've been in lockdown for f- four months. We haven't even hardly had school. We haven't even been able to process the fact that we're going to do distance learning or at home well, learning. Well, when you guys parade every other liberal from the school systems in front of the camera they talk about how it's not working so what's not working we haven't even had in school school in session yet we we went no. on lockdown and that was it we, I'm, ta- I'm talking about when the kids are at home trying to learn that, that hasn't happened yet we yeah, haven't even figured it out pass or fail pass or fail that's how the whole the rest of the school went this year uh what school pass or fail, turn it in on the computer we, and pass or you we, know it's like we ended school in the middle of a pandemic. We went, boom, we got a pandemic. We have to end school. And then we're going to try to to distance learn, but we haven't figured that out. We're just going to learn on the fly. The teachers are going to learn and then try their best to, to teach kids the last, what, month or so of school, month or two, and uh, and then go through summer and, and really figure it out. So the idea that it isn't working is a little ludicrous since we haven't tried it yet. All right, we got a break for news. I'll be back after this. I was you don't have to fly. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM 608-785-7914. Is the talk and text line if you want to get in here. I, I do have this letter from Dan Soley, 
who's very pro Hiawatha. I, I looked, I Googled in, uh, in 2018, Dan wrote a, a, I guess a letter to the editor, to the Tribune. I think, I think that's what it is. I happened, uh, almost, uh, two years ago to the day, really uh, August 8th. Uh, Dan Soli wrote a different letter. It would be funny if I Googled this and he, he had copy pasted whatever he wrote to the mayor. This letter that I'm handing if, is what he had in the, in the Tribune on August 8th, 2018. So the mayor yesterday basically sent a letter out to city leaders saying it's time to retire Hiawatha from Riverside Park. And, and, uh, Yesterday was an interesting show of people not very happy with that. Uh, after the show, talking to other people, eh, whatever. <laughs> Just we can get rid of the ugly statue. We can get rid of it. It's really not going to end my life. It's not going to end any. It's not. It's not going to be a big deal once it's gone. People are just going to forget about it. I would love to see uh, hundreds of people. I think there were 700 people in the one protest I went downtown. Black Lives Matter, essentially a protest about black lives. Uh, downtown, I believe there was about 700 people there. So if you want to keep Hiawatha, I guess, you know, go every night and start getting your picket signs and put your mask on and, and kneel down and around Hiawatha and protect the statue. I think, uh, think that if we can get a thousand people in the park every night protecting Hiawatha, then uh, maybe the mayor will change his mind. I don't, has there been pro- has there been uh, I don't would you call them protesters or supporters out there? Have you decided to to drive out to Riverside Park and express your support of Hiawatha by standing out there in the evening and maybe all day and uh, expressing your your need to keep the statue? In Riverside Park. Anyway, so this uh, this letter that Mr. Record gave me says perhaps the mayor, and it's a little it's a little wordy. I'll just say that. I mean, 140. What is it? 142 characters. Let's let's keep it Twitter Twitter light here. Dan Dan Soli writes. Perhaps the mayor of La Crosse does not know who Chief Hiawatha was and his accomplishments. Perhaps the mayor does not know that Chief Hiawatha was one of the great and most respected Native Americans in history, that in pre-colonial times, Chief Hiawatha was the leader of the Mohawk tribe of New York, and Chief, and that Chief Hiawatha was the enlightened person who facilitated peace and harmony amongst the Seneca, Cayuga, okay, and a bunch of Indian <laughs> Indian names that I can't, Oneida, Mohawk, Native Americans, and and through his persistence and determination, the Iroquois nation was born. Maybe I should have read this beforehand. Uh, Perhaps the mayor does not know who Anthony Zimmerhockel was and his respect for Native Americans. Perhaps the mayor does not know that Anthony Zimmerhockel, sculpture of Chief Hiawatha, was a highly respected lacrosse artist and that Mr. Zimmerhockel had a profound admiration for all Native American Indians. And to that end... Well, more than 50% of his art portfolio are works that celebrated the goodness of Native American Indians. Getting all the terms in there. Native American Indian. Uh, Perhaps the mayor does not know that the people of La Crosse County are and their high regard for our Native American culture. Perhaps the mayor does not know that three or four years ago, the citizens of La Crosse County in a public poll supported and celebrated 
in parentheses by a two to one favorable margin our chief Hiawatha by allowing him to remain in Riverside Park. Perhaps the mayor of La Crosse does not know what a great human being Chief Hiawatha was. Perhaps the mayor does not know these facts. Or perhaps the mayor is just another proponent of removing historical statues in an attempt to eliminate our good Native American history. So that's a letter from Dan Soley, who wrote a similar letter. I don't know how much similar. I guess it's sitting right here. I'm not going to read the the Tribune article uh, letter to the editor. I'm guessing is what this was back in August 2018. Uh, perhaps the mayor doesn't know. So better get out. Better get out at Riverside Park with your sign. Maybe you have that letter written on a sign. Probably have to be a pretty big sign. And uh, express your support for Hiawatha by supporting him with picket signs and kneeling outside the Hiawatha statue. Anything like that. Uh, Eric from Sparta is calling. Eric, go ahead. You're on the air. Yeah, Rick's on. You are a bombastic, dumb fool. Take some calls. Thanks. Okay, very productive. Thank you, Eric. Probably stop taking calls from Eric. Uh, number three is on. Go ahead, number three. I'm going to see if I can get some of my old buddies from Longfellow from the class of 1959, and maybe we can go stand by that statue or tie a rope around us, you know, so we don't want to tore, tore down. Oh, I thought you were going to say tie a rope around the statue. I was going to, no, don't do that. No, uh, no. Well, yeah, I you hear know you. how these change themselves to stuff when they don't want it moved? Yeah, I got it. Yeah, I that's... don't know if I, how many of my old crony friends are left anymore, you know. How many is it going to take, though? If there's only like six of you out there, I, I feel like that's going to be more reason to get rid of the statue because only six people come out to Riverside Park to support Hiawatha. Well, no, you talk about hundreds coming down there. Yeah, I, I, I'm asking how many is it going to take before the mayor's like, okay, well, every night 100 people are here. And uh, so, or or maybe maybe just one night and and see how many you got to set it up. Facebook event, well, set my, it up. Half my friends live out of town. They're in California and Alaska and Hawaii, all over from that class, you know. Oh, maybe we just we, we'll make little mannequins and we'll put in it. No, I don't know. Well, you you got to make a. And I know this isn't for you, but somebody needs to make a Facebook event, set it up for like a Saturday or a Sunday afternoon, maybe later in the evening because it'll be cooler. And then yeah, everybody I go down there can at night with the wife. We have our our meal down there, so that's no problem. And then everybody can add themselves to the event, and then people will share that, and everyone will know it's happening on whatever date. And then a thousand people will show up in support of Hiawatha. Ooh, that'll be fun. No, yeah. I trouble with the mayor is he don't want to catch no flack. That one to two percent is what bothers him. The ninety-eight percent that want it, he don't care about us. He just wants to keep things smoother. That one to two percent that don't want it, Mitch, or Rick. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I I'm guessing it's not ninety-eight percent pro Hiawatha statue. Well, they only had the, that one meeting that one time. They had they had the, one of the professors from uh, the college who was an Indian and Native American, and mm-hmm. another girl besides about hundred and twenty-five people that. We're against it, and there's 50,000 people that live in the city of La Crosse. So percentage-wise, they didn't do very good. Yeah, I don't know. Couldn't tell you. Keep keep him down there. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot, number three. And uh, I believe Tom, Tom, you're on the air. Go ahead. Triple Tom. Um, 
Yes, I would be glad to go down there and defend that statue. I'd even try to lobby the sheriff's department to somebody needs to protect a private or public property. But I will gladly uh, join number three and any of his uh, cronies and anybody else that wants to defend it. We uh, we need it defended from uh, the mayor or maybe a few others on the city council. Yeah, I, I would say if somebody wants to create a Facebook event, maybe two weeks out or so. And, uh, you know, like a Saturday evening, maybe 5 o'clock, and then everyone just hangs out and gets, you know. Well, we we got to be real careful because if we don't stand up for what's right, uh, that'll, they'll be destroying that, and we need to stop that. That's just as simply outrageous. All right. Thanks for the call, Tom. 608-785-7914 is, is the talk and text line. Uh, caller, you're on the air. Who, is this Shannon? This is Shannon. Hey, Shannon, go ahead. Hi, I just wanted to speak to the um, students going back to school, whether it's safe or not. Um, just cite an article or some studies that have been done in Iceland as far as the children there and um, the fact that the children, when children, if they get the virus, their infection rates are pretty much zero. They don't really affect infect their parents uh, for some reason. And so I don't know if that's a study that they can look at, but um, I mean, if it's true that the children really don't pass the virus to the adults and to the parents, then maybe we should be looking at that because even if they do get the virus, they they tolerate it a lot better if they get the virus. So, yeah, I would yeah, say I yeah, if, if the virus isn't infecting. Other people, when children have it, yeah, absolutely. If it's zero, but also yeah, you got to look at. And I just you also that was some information that somebody gave me today that I guess Iceland has a, a study out there that the children don't give it to their parents. Literally, like there was like zero cases. Right, and I, I think I, I think that was on Vox, or, or at least I and read I, it on Vox. I, I got it from the Gateway Pundit, but then I went and looked to see where this person got it from, and. There was a couple different, um, you know, you could you search well enough, you can find it. But yeah, and I um, think uh, the other thing, though, too, you got to look at is how our children. You know, I, you, you kind of mentioned it, but if if children are, you know, withstanding this virus, uh, but but if if children are are getting hospitalized and whatnot from the virus too, we really got to be careful. I know, I know. And that's gonna. And there's probably gonna be a certain percentage of that with just any kind of cold or flu, and. So, yeah. Thanks for the call, Shannon. I guess you know. Do you want to risk? Do you do you want to risk it if if it's uh, you know? I read a percentage and 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 it was like point two percent or something of children, but that number ends up being like one hundred forty thousand children, or you know. And I, I think it was something about you know, like being being sick to, to the point of hospitalization. But I don't quote me on that. I'm just blowharding on the radio at this point. Uh, 608-785-791. See, I, I, I'm glad, Shannon, thank you for calling about schools because this is what, this is what's funny. That was the, the phone lines are, are, are lit up because they talked about a statue, which is so easy to talk about. Uh, but nobody wants to talk about schools and our kids going to school or not going to school. I appreciate Joe too, for calling about that too. And he says, you know, get him in school, but, uh, we're really trying to make plans and we're kind of last minute. Like we, we could probably get over really having this conversation, uh, as soon as, as soon as, uh, you know, right when school's let out in, in June. Uh, we'll go back to the phones here. I don't know who this is. Uh, okay, now I know who it isn't. It's nobody. Uh, all right, let's go back to you. I think uh, another Tom's calling. Tom, you're on the air. 
Tom? Okay. I... Oh, there you are. Tom, go ahead. Well, I just want to say that I can really, really feel the love when Eric calls you. I think he really, really admires you. I, I, I do. I, I feel that sense of uh, camaraderie, too, Tom. Thanks. Anyway, uh, you got a lot more patience than I would have, but you do all right. I think it's comic relief, too, a little bit. It's, it is funny, right, when he calls and says that? Well, it, yeah, yeah. I think it's it's kind of comical, but I don't think he needs to call you names or whatever, you know. But, I mean, I, I don't agree with a lot of stuff you say, but I respect your right to have, you know, you can have your opinion. Sure. All right. Well, thanks for the call, Tom. I got a, I got a couple other people on uh, hold here I want to get to before I take that last break. Uh, Bob, you're calling in. Go ahead. You're on the air, Bob. Yeah, hey, Rick. Hey. Hey. Um, can you explain to us why you want the Hiawatha taken out of Riverside Park? We just like to know why you why you want to take it out. I'm I'm pretty indifferent, honestly. Like I I wasn't born here. I don't have I don't really have a a say in 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 that. Like I don't have like a connection as a child to this thing. So I I honestly it's not up to me. I'm just I'm just letting you guys talk about it. And uh, I'm I'm Native American, but I I wouldn't say that I don't. I don't have uh, I don't have a, a a good knowledge of my history or my tribe or anything like that. I just know that you know, like my grandparents were you know pretty affiliated with that stuff. But uh, it, it, as as far as that statue in terms of of Native American culture, like I don't have an opinion on it, honestly. Like if they want to get rid of it, they can get rid of it. If they want to keep it, uh, they can keep it. I, I I don't particularly think the statue is all that good looking. But I also think that the blue baby isn't that good looking. But I, I, I think the blue baby is, is is super funny. So I just I, I have a different opinion on 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 right. on yeah. it in terms of an artistic thing. But it it does it's not a and a thing that's offensive to me. But only because I'm I I'm only Native American by by heritage, not so much you know like not by you know being born into that as opposed to you know learning a whole a whole lot about my history and, and Native American history. Yeah, just um, um, just remember um to respect your callers and listeners because without your callers and listeners, they don't have a show. So I'll let you go by. Okay, just getting 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 uh getting told what to do. I don't have to respect the callers, Jim. I don't want to respect your call. Damn it! What? <laughs> I'm just kidding, Jim. You're on the air. Go ahead. Okay, I didn't know what to say there. Rick, I want to thank you for letting everybody call in and vent a little bit on this Indian again tonight. Um, we need to keep that Indian, as you know. Most of us are for it. And that idea of you saying go down there and protest with science, that is a fantastic idea. And I will be doing that within the next few days. Yeah, Jim, get, Jim get your kids to make a Facebook event and pick a day that you think is good, and then, and then uh, you'll, you'll, see, you'll see it grow. And then you all you all know when to meet out there one night. I would say well, that we was... all better take face mask and pepper spray unless the mayor's wife shows up. All right. <laughs> yeah, I would say like every if you did it like every Saturday at five o'clock and you see how the thing how the things grows. Uh, thanks for the call. I got to go. I got to take a quick break. We'll be back after this. All right. Welcome back to the Crosstalk PM. Just a little bit of time left here. Uh, I want to get some text. Uh, Ryan texted in. In terms of uh, sending kids back to school, and I'll just, uh, we were talking about toilets too, so that was kind of funny, but uh, self cleaning toilets. If, if the schools had self cleaning toilets, that would be a, a load off custodians' 
minds, right? And, and a load off there, literally a load, right? Um, anyway, uh, Ryan did ask question, are, are we worried about kids dying from the virus? Is that the main reason they're not going back to school? And then he says, if people are going to push for kids not going back to school, they should use the school shooting excuse as it makes for a stronger argument than COVID-19. I... I don't. I don't know, but we're uh, we're depending on teachers to fight a pandemic and to arm them, right? Like we've argued that we should arm teachers, so they also need to be armed in protecting the kids. And uh, so, yeah, a lot, lot, and and we're going to decrease their salaries, and we're going to de- uh, decrease their their funds too, right? As long as long as they're not in person. Rug from Trump says, uh, "I listen to the show for Eric and number three and dog talk." <laughs> So Eric from Sparta called to troll the show again today. Unbelievable. And then Ryan's Ryan's very excited about my pun. Yeah, it was a good pun, right? Like right off the top of my head. Uh, I will say that the uh, there are 575,201 global deaths from COVID-19 and 136,252 of them. According to John Hopkins, 136,252 in the United States. So a vast majority of these are here when other countries talk about reopening schools and they're going to do it in person it's because they don't have thousands and thousands of cases of the virus a day uh, i think florida the, just the other day had the fourth most cases of all the countries florida just florida um all right that's going to do it for today thanks a lot for listening i didn't i i had this whole theory about hiawatha that i wanted to get to but i'm going to hash it out a little bit more in my mind and get to it tomorrow thanks for listening we'll be back tomorrow on wisdom